0: In this uh, new talk this morning, we concentrate ourselves on the Holy Mass. We said that the topic of this retreat is the Holy Mass as source of our Christian life. Yesterday, for those who were not here, we spoke about the sacrifice, the meaning of sacrifice in a general way in order to prepare now the ground for this new talk, which is about the Mass as a sacrifice. Especially, we we can see the meaning of sacrifice in the Mass if we try to leave the Mass as uh, it is, the sacrifice of the cross. So basically, we have to focus on two aspects. First, the Mass as it is, the Mass in itself, yes, the Mass as the representation of the Paschal Mystery, the Passion, Death, and finally the Resurrection of the Lord, the memorial of Jesus, Passion and Death, which has become perennial because of the Resurrection of the Lord. This is the first aspect. And then the second aspect is the Mass as a way to live our Christian faith, to be Christians by living out this mystery, the Mass, the memorial of Jesus' passion and death in our own life. And in order to be able to do this, we have to understand that the Mass, uh, to be in the Mass, to be in the celebration of the mass is to be to follow jesus during his passion and death and finally to be victorious with him in his resurrection so let us first focus on the first aspect of the mass the mass as it is in the, the mystery of the mass and then the spiritual aspect for our christian life Let's uh, say, first, the mass, uh, today we have celebrated the Latin mass, and especially in the the low mass, you can see more the the beauty of this celebration because we are more attentive and uh, can see that the main, the main aspect of it is the, the mystery which is going on, and the way to be uh, present in this moment, not to be just spectators, but to be fully uh, participating in this mystery. So what, uh, what is the mass then? We have to start with a general reflection when Jesus was celebrating the Last Supper with his disciples. Let's start from this. And Jesus during the Last Supper instituted the Holy Eucharist and he gave a command to his apostles gathered with him. You remember this command? Do this in memory of me. Do what? Do what I just did. And Jesus took the bread and said, This is my body. Took the cup, the chalice, and said, This is my blood poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. So this is the moment when Jesus is instituting the Holy Eucharist the Holy Eucharist as a memorial of his passion and death. There is a discussion among uh, biblical scholars about the, mm, the fact that uh, is the Monday Thursday celebration, the Passover celebration, during which Jesus is instituting the Holy Eucharist, the Jewish Passover in which there is a break, and then Jesus is instituting something completely new, or it is just the Last Supper made by Jesus because there are two calendars. One is the, the the calendars the calendar followed by the Synoptic Gospels, according to which, when Jesus is instituting the Holy Eucharist, it is the celebration of Passover, the Jewish Passover, and then it is the the, the the Vigil, the Preparation for the, for, the, for the Jewish Passover. While there is, una- in, there is also another calendar, followed by uh, the Gospel of Saint John, and we know from the Gospel of Saint John instead, that when Jesus died on the cross, it was the Preparation Day. Preparation Day means the day, the Vigil of the Passover. So the day when the lamb was immolated in the the temple to begin the celebration of the Passover. So it it looks like that, according to St. John, the, the, the Passover was celebrated instead during the evening of that Good Friday instead of the Monday, Thursday. There is a discussion. So the way they try, authors try to combine the two things is that possibly Jesus had celebrated on Monday Thursday a supper with his apostles which is not uh, the passover the Jewish passover and during which he instituted his own passover or uh, he celebrated the passover and uh, the alternative is that St John's gospel is something came something uh, Uh, more recent made by the author while the Synoptic Gospels are reporting the following, the calendar of the Pharisees. But in any case, we don't now, we don't want to enter into this discussion. What is important is that in any case, Jesus is celebrating the Last Supper. Say Jesus is celebrating his Passover, actually. In any case, there is a new new feast here. Either Jesus had celebrated Jewish Passover or Jesus is celebrating something new. In any case, there is a break in that celebration. There is a new beginning. While Jesus was was, uh, eating and celebrating that meal, there is an interruption. Jesus did something completely new. What what did Jesus do? He took bread and said, this is my body. He took the cup and said, this is my blood. Do this in memory of me. So there is a substitution now. There is no longer the lamb to be immolated and to be consumed in the family during the context, in the context of a meal with this, uh, 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 during the celebration, the Jewish ceremonial of the Passover. But there is a break of that context and the new beginning. The new beginning is the Jesus Passover. It is Jesus' uh, Passion and Death that is celebrated and and, and this passion and death of Christ is actually anticipated in the celebration of the Holy Eucharist. Because Jesus is giving already his body in the holy bread consecrated. And he is given his holy blood in the cup consecrated. But he says, This is my body given up for you. So it is immolated to give up is to offer a sacrifice, yes? And the blood is poured out. So Jesus is now giving, is actually instituting his own Passover, which is his passion and death. Jesus is not yet, uh, uh, Jesus had not yet uh, undergone this, Uh, passion and death. But the Holy Eucharist is already foretelling (coughs) this mystery and it is already celebrating that passion and death that Jesus is going to endure. uh, Why did the Holy Eucharist anticipate that sacrifice? Why Why did Jesus... First, uh, institute, institute the Holy Eucharist and then went through his passion and death. He could do the, the right opposite go first through his passion and death and then, after his resurrection, institute the Holy Eucharist as a memorial of what just happened. No, Jesus is doing something different. Is first instituting the memorial and then going uh, through that sorrowful passion and death. Why? It is important to understand why in order to understand the, the institution of this great memorial. Normally we When we do something, we first ask God for a grace. If we get it, we thank Him. Yes? If we don't get it, we don't thank God. So we first pray and then we thank God, if we get the gift. Jesus did the right opposite. He first thanked God the Father for being able to offer up Himself in sacrifice. In fact, the Holy Eucharist is a sacrifice of thanksgiving. It is a thanksgiving to God the Father. Jesus first thanked God the Father and then He went through His Passion and Death to accomplish His sacrifice. So first we should learn this in our prayer, we have first to thank God and then to ask for something. He was thanking the Father, Jesus was thanking God the Father for having given to him a body, for making him obedient unto death, for being able to drink that very bitter chalice that it is going to be presented to Jesus thereafter. in the the Garden of Gethsemane. Jesus is thanking the Father for being man, for being incarnate, in order to expiate the sins of mankind. So the Holy Eucharist anticipates the sacrifice, foretells the sacrifice, and uh, it is the celebration that uh, always proclaims throughout the centuries after that sacrifice always the same sacrifice of salvation. It is a memorial of that perennial sacrifice of salvation. So Jesus anticipates the sacrifice in his his thanksgiving and then he accomplishes the sacrifice in his Passion and Death and then the Church proclaims always that sacrifice in each Holy Mass celebrated after the Passion, Death and Resurrection of the Lord. The Holy Eucharist comes before and then proclaims the mystery and follows the mystery, because it is the mystery, it is the memorial, it is the actualization of that mystery. What we understand then in this institution is that the Jewish Passover has been now interrupted and there is a new lamp, there is a new feast, a new institution. The true Passover is Jesus who as the lamp has to bring all the people from the slavery of Egypt, from the slavery of sin, into the Promised Land, the land of God, the land of grace, the land of being adopted as children of God. So in this Passover we understand that uh, uh, the Jewish ritual, as an end, and then something completely new comes. The meaning, the, the, the celebration of Jesus' Passion and Death. This is important to understand what the Mass is, because people normally say that the Mass is the Last Supper. The Mass is the representation of the Last Supper. That's why the Mass is more a banquet than a sacrifice. It's more a gathering where we come together as Jesus did in the Last Supper. We sit around the same table and share the same bread and wine. No. The problem is that the Mass is not that Last Supper. Either it was the Passover feast or just a Last Supper. There is there is A break in that festival, in that celebration. The break is the institution of the body and blood of Christ, which is the proclamation of the sacrifice of the cross, because this is the point. Jesus says this is my body given up for you. When did Jesus give that up for us, his body up for us? When? In the Last Supper On the cross, of course. The cross is the altar when, when, where Jesus had offered himself up to God, stretching out his arms and uh, being immolated for us. This is the way Jesus surrendered himself to God, the Father, up to the end, to the end. And the end is the death of the cross. He was made obedient to the end, obedient to... Uh, this very end, which is his death on the cross. And in fact, when we celebrate the Holy Eucharist, according to Saint Paul, to the Corinthians, we proclaim what? The death of the Lord until he comes. Right? The Holy Eucharist is the proclamation of the sacrifice of the cross, the death of the cross. And the sacrifice, the death, then, occurred when? On the cross. So, the celebration, the institution of the Holy Eucharist in the Last Supper is proclaiming, is taking its uh, 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 effectiveness for only from the sacrifice of the cross, because it is an institution, we said, that precedes the sacrifice, in order to proclaim it, to prepare the apostles for that sacrifice and to to always manifest throughout the centuries that only sacrifice of salvation. But the very moment when the the very content, we should say, of the Holy Eucharist is this memorial, is the sacrifice of the cross. Jesus gave himself up on the altar of the cross. And Jesus poured out his blood for us. When? When he was scourged when he was pierced by the lance on the cross, a river of blood and water came out of his sight. Yes? And this is the moment when he gave to us his blood. So you see, the Holy Eucharist can never be uh, separated from the cross. That's why the Mass is the sacrifice of the cross, during which we receive the bread of life. It is not just a gathering where we are together around the same table. There has never been in the church the idea of being gathered around the table, as Jesus did in the last supper, because there is no table. there is the altar of the cross. The table during the Last Supper is the table of that meal, the Paschal meal, of course, but the Mass is a break of that Paschal meal and the institution of something anew, a new memorial, a memorial which is effective because it is intimately uh, linked up with the sacrifice of the cross, when Jesus is immolating himself. So there is an oblation. We could say already during the Last Supper, during this institution, there is the oblation. Oblation means the offering. And there is also an immolation, which is the consummation of the sacrifice. Oblation is the preparation, right? When you want to offer sacrifice to God, you have to prepare the offering, the oblation, something to be given exclusively to God, what we oblate to God, bread and wine, that become the body and blood of the Lord. These are oblates. The oblation in the Mass begins when? At the offertory. The offertory is the moment when we present to God the oblates, these uh, holy gifts ready to be transformed into his body and blood. How? By the immolation of these Oblates. So there is an Oblation preparing the Sacrifice. The Sacrifice begins with the Offering, but it has to be uh, accomplished by, by the immolation, the consummation, The transformation. You remember what we said yesterday about sacrifice? Sacrifice is a change of something into a sacred offering. Something which is detached from profanity, from materiality, and is given exclusively to God, set apart for God. And this is the change, the change of something into from a material uh, thing into a spiritual gift. This was what happened during the last supper. The oblation was prepared, but immolation came. Came when Jesus gave himself up when Jesus offered himself. And the moment of dissimulation is the death. The death is the consummation of the sacrifice, which which is also a transformation. Jesus was transformed, you might say, but Jesus was made perfect by this uh, holy sacrifice. Not in the sense that Jesus was not perfect, but Jesus did not experience his sorrowful passion. So while uh, undergoing this sorrowful passion, Jesus was able to experience that sorrow that accepted for the love of God, for the salvation of mankind, made him perfect in a sense that transformed him into a, a life-giving spirit jesus was able to redeem mankind to give us life through his passion and death this is the transformation jesus became the mediator of life for us you see this is the same for us if we do not follow This example, if we do not become ourselves a sacrifice in Christ, as Christ was and is, we can never be Christians. We do not come into this perfection. The perfection, the growth, is made possible by the sacrifice, if we become a sacrifice in Christ. So the Holy Mass, which began as an institution of the Holy Eucharist during the context of the Last Supper, the Jewish Passover, is in fact the, the, the celebration of the Supreme Sacrifice of Golgotha when the memorial was was accomplished. Do this in memory of me. In memory of what? In memory of what I'm doing. In memory of this my body given up, my blood poured out for you and for many. Do this in memory of me. The mass is a memorial Not just a remembrance, something that we remember as, uh, say, for example, when we were children, we remember some (coughs) moments and the birthdays and uh, some parties we had. No. The mass is not a remembrance. Memorial is not just to go with your mind back in time and to remember something in the past. Something, because When you remember something which is in the past, that event, although remembered, comes alive into your soul, right? But the event is still in the past, that this is no longer here. It is your soul stretching back to that moment. And you still have that moment, where? Where is that moment? Your first birthday. You don't remember it but uh, you you can see some pictures. But you can remember your fifth birthday, for example. That birthday is no longer there, here. Yes? Many years passed. But where is it? It is your soul going back. Or better to say, it is your soul still having that remembrance. But the event per se is no longer here. The Mass is not a remembrance. The event is here. The event is present. The memorial is the actualization. It is the moment when the event is, uh, because of the celebration, is present. But the event is present in my time, because the event is always present. How? It is, prese- it is present now, because Jesus is risen. Jesus is alive. Yes? His passion and death, because of his resurrection, have become eternal. Jesus, the reason Jesus, but the Jesus risen who is always wounded, yes? With the signs of his passion and death, Jesus will, will hold the signs in his holy body forever but his reason cannot die anymore but his sacrifice is always effective is perennial because of his person alive so the sacrifice is alive sacrifice is present present when when we celebrate the holy mass because the sacrifice is now where in heaven has been taken up into heaven with jesus ascension into heaven jesus has gone up into heaven right with his ascension the sacrifice which is his own body and blood offered up his risen body right which is a perennial sacrifice is in heaven is eternal perennial are you with me That perennial sacrifice becomes present in my time, now, today, when When in the liturgy we celebrate the Holy Mass. That's why the Mass is a memorial. Mass is the actualization, representation of the only sacrifice of salvation, the sacrifice of Christ, the sacrifice of of our salvation from heaven, so to speak, the sacrifice is brought down to heaven, to to the earth. But it is also the other way around. If you're attentive during the Mass, in the canon, the priest, at a certain point, bowing down humbly, asks God to send his holy angel to take that sacrifice and bring it up to heaven, Uh, before his holy throne. So there is this exchange between heaven and earth. The sacrifice is present here because the liturgy uh, joins together the eternity with the time. It's the, the, the celebration of the mystery, the mystery which is eternal in our time, and the time... This our time today is blessed by the presence of God. And this holy sacrifice, which is the mass, which in it is a sacrifice, is now taken by the holy angel and brought up into heaven. So the memorial is not a remembrance. The memorial is the The presence of the mystery. We could say the memorial is the presence of the mystery. Which mystery? Passion and death of the Lord. This passion and death is a mystery which is perennial. Why? Because Jesus is risen. Jesus is alive and Jesus is in heaven. (coughs) The memorial uh, the memorial of Christ instituted is presented or represented, made present, which means made present every time we celebrate the Holy Mass. What is then the Holy Mass? The celebration of the memorial of Jesus passion and death. We should also say we could also say the celebration of the perennial, the the living memorial of Jesus' passion and death. You see, in this way, when you come to Mass, you see that uh, we are not just going to a party or a moment when we get to be together and uh, spend some time together. We go to Mass in order to follow Jesus in his passion and death. We go to Mass in order to celebrate the the sacrifice of Christ which gave us life and gives us life now, today, when we are in that celebration. So the memorial is important. The concept of memorial is truly important to come to understand the Holy Mass as it is, the institution of the sacrifice of Christ during this celebration, Passover, the Last Supper of the Lord, and uh, made uh, made present, uh, accomplished on Calvary. So this is important to prepare our mind our heart to understand the rituality of the mass the mass has a beautiful rituality there is an introduction there is a procession accompanying the priest the altar service to the altar there is the beginning uh, there is the the penitential moment when we are before god and ask for beg for pardon for all our sins. There is the moment when we are instructed by God speaking to us uh, by his word, Jesus teaching his disciples. There is the moment of the preparation of the sacrifice, the offering, the offertory, which means the offering of oblates, gifts to be transformed into offering of uh, pleasing unto God transformed into a sacrifice. Yes? If you want to have an idea what a sacrifice is, have always in mind the the best figure of a sacrifice, which is bread and wine turned into the body and blood of Christ. This is a sacrifice. To change something from a natural Think into a supernatural reality. Bread and wine are transformed into Jesus' body and blood. This is the sacrifice. If there is no sacrifice, there is no transubstantiation, no change, no consecration. Always terms that tell us the same thing. There is a need of a change, an interior Transformation of the, the, the substance which has to be turned into something new. So there is the offertory, there is the canon leading us to the very moment, the highest moment, which is tra- the transubstantiation, the, the sacrifice celebrated, and then there is the moment of our communion communion with Christ which is not just a way to share uh, like during a supper share the same meal having uh, this this nice meal with Christ the Holy Eucharist the Holy Communion Holy Communion as the The fruit has always to be seen as the fruit of the sacrifice. So when we receive Holy Communion, we come to share, not in a meal, but in a sacrificial celebration. Of course, the the Holy Eucharist is a a food for our journey, is the eternal bread of Christ, the living bread, right? But that living bread, is living bread, is the body of Christ. Why? Because it is transformed. It is transubstantiated. So we can't have that bread without the sacrifice. So this means that when we receive Holy Communion, we come to be partakers of Jesus' sacrifice. Otherwise there is no Holy Communion. And this changes actually the way we receive Holy Communion the way we come to receive Holy Communion. Yes? Because if I understand Holy Communion as a way to be in a meal, I receive Holy Communion in whatever way I like. Standing with hands and... uh, Nowadays people go to the ciborium and uh, help themselves. And go even, even... go to the chalice and help themselves. If if the Holy Mass is a meal, if the Holy Mass is just this supper, of course in a supper I help myself and eat and drink. But if the Mass is instead as it is, the celebration of the sacrifice of Christ and the fruit of that sacrifice is to be uh, partakers of Jesus' uh, transubstantiation, to be transformed ourselves in Christ. So when I receive Holy Communion, I go to receive it as the very fruit of that sacrifice. So this means that I have, in order to receive Holy Communion, I have to participate in that sacrifice. I can't receive Holy Communion in mortal sin. I have to give up all my saints. To have a good confession beforehand. Yes? This is the very uh, necessary disposition to be in the state of grace. And this is a sacrifice. I have to be transformed into a new creation, into a person who is in communion with Christ. Otherwise I can't receive Holy Communion if I'm not in communion, not in the grace of Christ. So, you see, this means that I have to understand, to take the concept of sacrifice in order to receive Holy Communion properly. And this is the very first disposition to to accept this transforming mentality of Christianity. But also, I have to be humble. I cannot help myself when I go to receive Holy Communion. I have to receive Holy Communion. Because it is Jesus taking me into his mystery and making me uh, a share of uh, in his mystery, right? So I receive. And how do I receive it? In the most humble way I can. This is why the Church in her uh, wisdom has always advised Uh, to receive Holy Communion kneeling and on the tongue. There are cases during the centuries in which the fathers uh, say that Holy Communion can can be received in the hand. But there is also a a new understanding there is a deep understanding of this uh, of the mystery of the holy eucharist and the more the church understood it the better the church uh, disposed the faithful to receive holy communion and to wish that all the faithful can receive holy communion in a very humble way in a, in a very uh, devout uh, way so what I say is that the, the Mass has a structure. If we see the the if we understand in a correct way the relation between the Last Supper and the memorial and then the rituality of the Mass, we can understand the Mass. Otherwise We always see the mass as something more of entertainment, kind of entertaining moment. Mm -hmm. Yeah? Like ordinary. Something very ordinary, yes. Mm -hmm. So, in this first meditation, we should focus our sense on the mystery that is the Mass. And then in the second talk, we, we try to go uh, through the moments of the Mass in a spiritual way, to see how to participate. Because one of the main uh, uh, criticisms, uh, uh, which were uh, made against the the old form of the mass, the Latin form of the mass, was that this Latin mass had become a way to entertain people, because people were not doing anything, just silent spectators of a show going on on the altar, among priests and uh, altar service and so on. Is that the case? So we, we have also to understand what a true participation is. What does properly participation in the Mass mean? In order to be, uh, to assist, to participate in the Holy Mass uh, in a correct way, in the way we always have to So in order to conclude now this uh, first talk, let us us now understand, conclude with this uh, thought in mind, which has to help you meditate personally. After the talk, there is a personal time for meditation. Meditation is very, very fruitful, necessary. It's the moment when you... Now, with your own mind, with your will, try to reflect upon the things we have said and see yourself. See the mass just before your eyes, the eyes of your mind and your heart and yourself. The way you are understanding the mass, the way you can understand it better in order to participate better in the Mass. Let us conclude with this uh, thought in mind. The Mass, the Holy Mass, the Holy celebration of the Mass is a new beginning. It's the beginning of something completely new since its first institution during the Passover celebration. It is the beginning of a new memorial. No longer the memorial of the, the passage from the slavery of Egypt into the promised land. This is a Jewish ritual of Passover. But the true, eternal Passover from death to life because of Christ because of the redemption of Christ and this pass over this passage from sin death slavery to freedom grace eternal life has been made possible by Christ in his passion and death the very the very core of this mystery is the very The sum of all this mystery can be uh, can be seen where? In the mystery of the cross. The cross is the cross that today we celebrate as the exaltation of it is the, the, the mystery of this new Passover. We have been able to pass from death to life because of this bridge. The bridge leading us into eternal life is the cross. So the Mass is the celebration of this mystery. That's why we have to turn towards the cross when we celebrate the Mass. And the best way, you know, to celebrate the Mass is to face, to face God, to face the Lord, to face the or, the right orientation, that is to be eastward, eastward, to have an eastward celebration. Yeah, which means to look at to look at Christ, to look at the mystery from which our salvation came, and the mystery is the cross. Of course it is quite uh, demanding, because we like to see the cross as something light, to see the mass as something lighter, yes? Yes. It's a nice social moment, but uh, we have to learn how to see the mass properly. The mass is the cross. And when we come into the celebration, We've, we want to follow Jesus, we want to take up our cross, and unite ourselves with Christ. This is something more demanding, that's why we prefer not to speak anymore about this, to forget the mystery of the cross, to forget the notion of sacrifice. But if we forget all this, we do not understand any more what the mass properly is, okay? So we turn to our Blessed Mother Mary today to, and we ask for the grace to meditate upon the Mass as the sacrifice of the cross. The cross as the altar of the Lord, the, the altar of the land on which Christ was immolated and gave us life. Amen.